Hello and welcome to the Universal Cinematic Universe, the podcast where holy backtracking Batman. I, I feel like that if you narrow this movie down to like what its goal was, it was like backtrack as much as you fucking can. Uh-huh. And yeah. so this is one of the weirdest opening crawls. It's like, the dead speak. The galaxy has had a mysterious broadcast, a threat of revenge in the sinister voice of the late Emperor Palpatine. General Leo Gana dispatches secret agents to gather intelligence while Rey, the last hope of the Jedi, trains for battle. Oh, against the diabolical First Order. Meanwhile, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren rages in search for the Phantom Emperor, determined to destroy any threat to his power. And then, bam, 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 bam. Action scene, action scene. We see Kylo attacking weird forest people. Oh, it's go, go, go. He picks up a weird holocron. Go, 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 go. Oh, he was tearing it up. <laughs> yeah. He, like, there's one thing I'll say about this movie. This movie moves a fucking mile a second. Mm-hmm. It's go, 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 go. <laughs> Like, it becomes quite exhausting. I mean, it's like, Jesus Christ, wh- where the hell are we? It, it's very similar to... You know how we said that uh, Revenge of the Sith, if you compare it to the other movies, it's like two movies put together? Yeah. Yeah, this is like seven movies put together. True, it's like, true. It's like, go, 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 go. Yeah. Intro. No, screw you. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you've listened to this podcast, you know who we are. Uh, but no, also, also, we don't have time for intros. We we've got like seven more movies to talk about, like fifteen more retcons and more. Oh, oh, we had that some vocal fans in like last year. Like, don't worry, it basically never happened. Mm. And. That's kind of the mass. We'll talk about more, but that kind of is the big. That seemed to be the mission statement of this movie. Hey, last one didn't happen. In, in, but um. So this, so Kyle Ren goes to, uh, evil planet number twelve. Uh, he goes down this thing. And we find out that the voice is in his head from um command from Supreme Leader Sh- uh, Shadi to Darth Vader have all been the voices of Emperor Palpatine, and Palpatine's still alive. I've and Palpatine's Palpatine does one reference to um, Revenge of the Sith where he's like. The power of the dark side can lead to many powers some might consider unnatural. Like, I'm alive. I've, you know. So, yeah, um, Palpatine's alive. What? <gasps> oh, gobsmacked. Unless you saw the trailer. The trailer is literally. Yeah, I know. A- and you see the front cover literally when you're walking into the cinema. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the because tr- 
we don't normally talk about the trailers, but the trailer normally ends. The trailer for this movie ended with the Palpatine laugh. Uh, which we uh, all thought it was just going to be a shout out to the originals, but nope, nope. It's been confirmed. He's alive. He's alive. Oh, no. Oh, no. I knew Palpatine was alive. So did I. So did I. But for some reason, certain people kept telling me that's just a normal, that's just a laugh just from a voice. It's just going to be a voiceover. It's not actually going to be Palpatine. But I knew it. No, I knew it because this this isn't the first time Palpatine's come back from the dead. Exactly. Shadow the Empire, I think it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Is basically it was a it was one of the first um, extended universe stuff. Uh, basically, Palpatine's alive. He's been cloning himself. That's how he survived. Uh, you have a whole bit where Luke nearly turns to the dark side, but is able to destroy Palpatine and all that. Yeah, it's not the best. It starts the trend of oh, Luke nearly turned to the dark side. Which, if you've read enough extended universe stuff. That's the free big. That's one of the free big things you learn that is always in the extended universe. Luke nearly turns to the dark side. Every other story, Han and Leia's children are literally the worst. Also, fuck Coruscant. Mm. Like we'll talk. I'll give you those stories later. But yeah, Coruscant. Not a big thing in the extended universe. It kind of gets fucked over all the time. Right. And so, yeah. Um, and Palpatine's like, yeah, I'm alive. Uh, kill the girl and you can get my hundred billion star destroyers. Oh, it was so cool seeing them. I, I got annoyed. Annoyed. And he's like, all right, fine. Uh, where's the Jedi? And we see that... Uh... Wait. Is it? No, it's the Falcon next. Is um, it? No, it's. Uh, I think it's Ray Training. Okay. Um. Yeah, we basically see that. Um, Ray's training. Nice bit where like the boulders are going around her. Uh, she's slightly impatient, and we see that she's being trained by Leia. Now. Ow. I did not like this. Because as how much as Carrie Fisher did in The Last Jedi is, you know, up for debate. I know she did none of this. This is all like CGI and using computers to mimic her voice. Mm. They do a good job, I will say. If you didn't know that she was dead, you wouldn't really be able to tell. But in the back of my head, I just, I can escape the feeling of, that's not Carrie Fisher. Aye, yeah. I mean, I, wa- I watched the last. Uh, I watched the Rise of Skywalker, and what they've done with Leia. I mean, I know she passed away and everything, but they did a really good job thinking that that, that could actually be Carrie Fisher on there. I mean, they did a mm-hmm. really impressive job. Usually, they can't do that with certain people, but no, they've done a good job. They've gotten really good at it because. Uh, when we talk about Rogue One, there is another brought back from the dead actor with CGI that's done really well. They've gotten much better at it. It's like the it's like the de aging effects in movies. Yeah, where like 
if you watch, say, for example, X-Men 3, the de-aging effect looks kind of off and you know something's wrong compared to Captain Marvel, where you cannot that you cannot tell that Samuel Jackson has been de-aged like 50 years. And also Gemini Man with Will Smith. And that's a bit more tellable. Yeah. There's some faces Will, that young Will Smith makes and you're kind of like, oh, a bit shaky. Oh, right, okay. And yeah, so Ray's training, and she has the fucking Skywalker saber. This annoys me to no end. Mm-hmm. You sim, you symbolically broke that lightsaber. It what? It's not like when um, Anakin broke his lightsaber in Attack of the Clones. That was just there so Anakin didn't have his lightsaber for the Colosseum. That was a plot point. No, this was symbolically broken in half. Yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is either A, Ray should have had her lightsaber she has at the end of this movie. Oh, that would be so cool if she did. Or... She's because what's Ray's main weapon other than the lightsaber? What's the main thing she's used throughout this trilogy? The staff. Give her a double edged lightsaber. Mm. Give her the Darth Maul saber. Yeah, but of, of course in blue. Yeah, blue or the yellow, like she is Dad at the end. Ryan, this whole podcast is spoilers. Yeah, Ed, we're not talking about the ending yet. Don't give anything about this. About anything about it yet. No, no, Ryan, that makes literally no sense. Because if you're listening to this podcast, ninety nine percent you've probably watched this because you're not coming to us for a non spoiler review where we literally spoil it. And it's not like I'm spoiling it for Jamie. Jamie's already seen this movie, so she know so he knows she has a yellow lightsaber <clears throat> or gold. So no, it makes literally no sense. Right. Hence. So yeah, she has a yellow lightsaber. Or gold, whichever one. I think it's. I think um, it's more yellow. I, I think it's definitely yellow. I don't know. Uh, oh, yellow. Yeah. I would say it's yellow. Yeah, because yellow is actually one of the lightsaber colors that we get to know of in the in basically Star Wars history. There's never really. There's always been yellow, green, purple, red. Even there's white. been gold. There has been gold. I know gold has been a thing because it's definitely one see, of the. I can see why people think it was gold because, but to me, it looks yellow. Me too, me too, yellow. I think it's. I think the thing that confuses me is that it that she used it on Tatooine, like, and that whole place is yellow, so it kind of merges into it. Ah, uh, yeah, it, it's very difficult. That's why I wish like, we could get to see more of the of that lights there, just so we could get a better yeah. understanding of what color it actually is. I'm sure there's a comic. There's gonna. I guarantee you, there's a comic that takes place after this, and it'll probably give us a better look at the lightsaber. Is it yellow? Is it gold? Or is it white? It could be. Uh, I don't know. It could be white because um, Ahs- Ahsoka uses white lightsabers because, well, that's more or less her separating herself. I'm not sure, but um, yeah. So Ray's training and. You know, she's doing good. It kind of does help explain why Ray kind of goes from not knowing how to use a lightsaber to 
using it competently. And I say that because Kylo is still technically better than her. We know this from the fight on Another Moon of Endor. Uh, Kylo is still a better wet warrior than her. Uh, because every other time she uses the lightsaber, most of the time it's either pointing at someone or deflecting a blast. Mm. So, yeah, Ray's not this uber ninja. And you know how in The Last Jedi, where they had their force vision thing and Ray like symbolically closed the door of the Millennium Falcon on him, right. basically a saying she realizes he can't be redeemed and be cutting off their connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I forget all about that. Yeah, they still have the connection. Ray's still like, yeah, Kylo can be redeemed. Uh-huh. Redeemed. They basically have more of a talk, you know. Oh, you could have took my hand. You could have killed me. Yada yada yada. Uh, Palpatine, uh, Palpatine is alive. Yada yada yada. And then we cut to the Falcon going to an iceberg in space. Mm. That's how I described it. And um, also, there's just a weird slug on the Falcon. He's he's. He's literally there for two seconds, but for some reason they have a new crewmate on the Falcon. Right. And it's a weird slug. Never understood that. Also, in this scene, we get a fun bit where uh, Finn's playing that weird chess game against Chewie. Right. But but they do say that Chewie is 250 years old. Right. Kind of gives us a canon age of how old Chewbacca is. Right. And... Yeah, they basically get information. We find out that um, uh, that there's a spy in the First Order. And then and we get a chase scene with the Falcon and a bunch of TIE fighters. And they do hyper, hyper... Is it like hyperspace skipping? Yeah. Where it's just... Hyperspace, oh, okay, hyperspace again. Hyperspace, hyperspace, hyperspace. Yeah, hyperspace kind of, skipping. It's kind of cool. Oh, don't particularly hate it, but hey-ho. Oh, they escape, they go back to not Yavin 4, as I've dubbed it, even though it could be Yavin 4. Mm. Uh, and we get it, uh, a interaction between... Paul and Ray because uh, during the flashback Ray cut off a tree and it hit and it crushed uh, BB-8 and yeah so Ray's like yeah what have you done to the Falcon and Paul's like yeah what have you done to my droid that's my boy (laughs) and I'm going and I'm going to say if this was Empire Strikes Back they two would be together Uh because this is the exact same as Han and Leia Yep, another relationship in the sequels now. No, they they don't they don't get together. No, but another hint of one. I don't really think it's that. I think it's more arguing between friends, mm. and because it's like you damaged the ship, I have a huge respect for the ship is a piece of garbage. You damaged my incredibly amazing droid that could solve all our problems. 
Yeah. Comes, which um, he doesn't. Uh, BB-8 really gets relegated in this movie compared to Super Ultra Beast he was last movie. Right. Which I'm going to give my canon explanation of why that is. The tree that landed on him messed around with his system. Mm. Um, basically, he's riding around with a robot concussion. He can't do what he normally does. Yeah. And uh, during this, we get one of my favorite scenes because Oscar Isaac, the way he <laughs> plays it, he's kind of like, this is fucking stupid. Why are we doing this? Somehow Palpatine has returned. And I don't know, it just strikes me of, really? We're bringing back Palpatine? In? I, I don't know. Oh, I kind of like that they talk about how uh, Palpatine has a massive army of ships. He's on the system. We can't get to the system. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, Rose is there. Yes. You you would not under you would not know because Rose has like six lines in this movie. Uh-huh, she's the Boba Fett now. At, except she's better than Boba Fett because she has six lines in one movie. Boba has five lines in a trilogy. Uh-huh. So yeah, Rose better than Boba Fett. Fight me, nerds. And FII now we're probably going to get a metric ton of death threats because of that, because Star Wars fans have no fucking chill. Well, but yeah. Um, yeah, so, okay, let's talk about Rose quickly. When The Last Jedi came out, one of the things that a lot of Star Wars fans who hate The Last Jedi brought up was Rose. They hated Rose for whatever reason. And to the point where they harass the actress. I think it's like, uh, give me a second, I'll get her exact name. It's like Kelly something Tran. Mm. And uh, give me, I have uh, Kelly Marie Tran. And they, they bullied her off social media. And we've just found out recently because she did an interview about this, harassed her so much that she had to go to therapy. Damn. Yeah. So she got, so she's been relegated in this movie. Now, the question, now, we don't know if this was done by Kelly asking to be relegated in this movie because of the harassment she was getting and thinking that less of a role meant less harassment, or if this was done by the higher-ups of, okay, this, we need to change this because Star Wars fans are fucking insane. Mm. Because, let's just say... The Rise of Skywalker was not the movie we were meant to get. What we were meant to get was a movie called Duel of the Fates. It's And I'll, I'll probably in another video or a podcast talk to you about what was meant to be Duel of the Fates. Because we, like, bunch of bunch of the concept had been released by that point. But yeah, um... Palpatine, not in it. It, And Rose was meant to have a bigger role. A lot of stuff was changed up. 
also um, Finn was going to become a Jedi and and uh, Rey was going to have the double-edged lightsaber as oh. she fucking should uh, but yeah so they basically need to go to a desert planet to look for clues on the where the holocron is there's other wave point they go to not tatooine free huh. hey hey even more tatooine because like i don't mean to narrow it down as every sand planet's tatooine but every sand planet is fucking tatooine they have a fun festival Oh, it's okay. There's nothing much. There's a funny bit where it's like uh, Chewy lower your head, you kind of noticeable, and he just bends down and still walking. It's kind of cute, and uh, they are. Uh, Kylo has a talk with Rey using the Force thing. He grabs the beads that a girl gave her, and it's like, okay, she's on this planet. Go, 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 go. And they run into some stormtroopers. They deal with them. And then they're saved by a mysterious benefactor who was called by Ilea to help them. Who is it? It's none other than Lando motherfucking Calrissian. Woo-hoo! I'm so happy Lando is back. Oh, we're uh, all happy when he came back. Mm-hmm. Lan- yeah, uh, Lando basically says, yeah, ships there. Yeah, take these speeders, go, go, go. Oh, also, uh, my flying days are behind me. Eh. Also, I look, it may be like 40 years since I was on the movie, but I'm still the smoothest man in the galaxy. Uh-huh. Eh. Also, <laughs> also, scene we didn't see is they're basically like, I heard Han died. That means the Falcon's mine. Can I get the keys, please? Oh. Because remember, um, in in Empire Strikes Back, Han said that the only way Lando would get the Falcon is over his dead body. I know, I know. He's, but I think he, not even Lando would be making jokes like that because I think he felt really crushed when he heard about Han. Oh, probably. And we were um, all crushed. I I was I wasn't neither was Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford was probably like, "Yay, la- yay, Han's dead. I don't need to be in these fucking movies ever again. People can stop asking me questions." And oh, someone's given me a Lego Millennium Falcon during the press thing. I'm going to throw over my head because I don't want to see that fucking Falcon. Yeah, Harrison Ford. I think Harrison Ford fucking hates Star Wars. It's kind of incredible how much he does it. Even though it should, it should be, it should be an honor because apart from Indiana Jones and Blade Runner, what exactly has he ever been in that's memorable enough that everyone talks about it? Everything else has just been in movies. The fu- Fugitive's great. Um, Never heard of it. No, it's a great movie. Tommy Lee Jones is chasing after Harrison Ford. Really good. Would recommend. I think it's on Netflix. Uh, no. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not saying Harrison Ford and me are the same, but I can understand where he's coming from because let's just say if people ask me the same thing over and over again, I become slightly annoyed. Mm. Annoyed. I cannot imagine the same questions Harrison Ford gets every day of his life. So I can understand him getting really pissed off at Star Wars. Yeah, well, well, the 
actors of Power Rangers are probably asked the same question, and look at that, they're still proud of it. Uh, a bunch of them aren't. So, yeah. Not, not everyone can handle it. Some people don't like being asked the same questions. Mm. Why do you think there's a small subset of Ranger actors who are very much like, nope, nope, I'm not going to Power Morphicon. I'm not answering Power Ranger questions. The only time I will acknowledge Power Rangers is when I say, stop bringing up Power Rangers. Mm. So, yeah, um... This has been your regular rant. Uh, you have a basically a whole bit where they go into the sand thing, and uh, Finn's like, "Oh, there's something I wanted to tell you." Never did. Uh, dropped plot points, points, which makes me feel like there's an extended version of this movie somewhere. Er, I don't know. Um, we find uh, we find out that the Jedi hunter she was looking that the crew were looking for is dead, died in the snake pit. Uh, we find the snake, it's been injured, Ray uses the force to heal it. Now, people bring up bullshit force abilities. One, the force has always been bullshit abilities. I'm pretty sure if we go back to the first movie, the force was literally mind control and um, making impossible shots. Also, if you want to have it connect to the older movies, simple. Obi-Wan used to force healing on Luke and a new hope, because remember, he does that weird thing with touching his face. Mm. So, I don't know. He can heal it. Uh, they find the the dagger, and, and Ray's getting like, weird like sounds in her head of people being murdered, and she says, evil things have been done with this weapon. I'd like to point out that she's holding Anakin's lightsaber mm. while, while talking about this. It's like, yeah, bad things have been done with this. This murdered children. And so, so still want you to remember that. There's probably like blood stains in that thing. Mm. But um, so they do it. Um, they go to a they go to escape on another ship because the Falcon has been taken to a Star Destroyer. And um, also during this, we meet the Knights of Ren, or as I like to call it, how to drop the ball super hard. Because we didn't talk about this with the other two movies, but in the other two movies, every once in a while, you got the drops of the Knights of Ren. And... Disney were telling you, holy shit, the Knights of Ren, guys. When the Knights of Ren show up, shit's going to get real. This is going to be insane. And yeah, uh, these guys are nothing. Mm. And, and also, apparently, these are meant to be the Jedi that Luke turned to get. No, that Ray, that uh, Ben turned against Luke. Luke I think. And I'm not even sure what the Knights of Ren are anymore. Uh, and... They're cool, though. They're very cool. No, they're not. They're literally there to who stand there, be like, we are the new toys, and then be beat by Kylo. I don't like them. They're, they're worse than a waste of time. Mm. It'd be, It'd be like if it'd be like if it was like Power Rangers was like, oh, we've got these new villains. They are putties. 
Like, yeah. yeah. And right. yeah. yeah. Uh during this, um Ray Ray is wait is like waiting for Kyle. The ship comes in and then Ray runs, does a like a backflip and then uses the lightsaber and cuts off the wing of Ray of Kylo's TIE fighter, which was very cool. We've never seen a Jedi take down a ship before. That's it was really cool, really well done. And uh, Chewie gets taken and put on a prisoner transport. And as the prisoner transport goes away, Ray uses the Force to grab it. Kylo uses it to grab it again. You know, you're having a tug of war. Uh, Ray gets pissed and starts using Force lightning. Hmm. And we are meant to think they killed Chewie. What? Hey, we're meant to think they killed Chewie, yada, yada, yada. We didn't. We literally find out like five minutes later that Chewie was on another ship. I, yeah, although I was really scared that they actually did kill Chewie because then with him gone, that would then be Lando being the last surviving member of the original. Oh, uh, speaking of which, uh, we're gonna br- uh, I was going to bring this up when Leia died, but... Um, I was something- doing when I thought she would die. I was like, oh, no. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I was like, Ray, I like you, but fuck mm. you. Yeah. But, but the but Forest Lightning, I was just like, what? Where did that come from? I I, see, what, see what that, but that's what I was going to see. See where this Forest Lightning... Um, I don't know... What, I just had a feeling that she was like, you know, maybe changing to the dark side, or I bet the yeah. dark side was coming out here then. I, but I, as I say, I don't know. I don't, I'm still learning of these, but that's the feeling I got. Maybe I'm stupid. No, that, you. Um, the feeling I got when I watched it, like, yeah. Yeah, uh, you would have been right in thinking that because uh, Force Lightning is a dark side ability. A, a like we only seen two other people use it, but yeah, um, in theory, any user of the dark side can use force lightning. And also, in theory, Mace Window also could, since he dabbles in the dark side. Mm. Right, and that, and yeah. Uh, during this, they they escape, but Chewie thinks he died. Oh, going back to what I was going to talk about, I was going to bring this up when Leia died, but um, something I find quite ironic. Ick. The when it comes to the four mainstays, I don't know the four pillars of the start of the original trilogy: Chewie, Han, Leia, and Luke. In the extended universe before Disney rebooted everything, the only one of those four that was killed was Chewie. Because uh, he died protecting um, Han and Leia's stupid kids. Mm. It's where in this, where in the new reboot continuity, Chewie's the one to survive. I found that quite interesting. Mm. Now, we now we don't know how far that would have gone. Like, for example, if Carrie Fisher was still alive, 
would Leia have died in this movie? Or was she going to survive? I, I'm not sure. Uh, probably still die, but as long but at least the actress will still be alive to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I feel like she would have been able to do what she does and st- later on, but not die. Like, force communicate. What I, what I did was I felt like when she died, mm-hmm. it was like a double blow. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I mean, if the actress hadn't died, it'd just been a blow, but it just felt like a double blow because you knew <laughs> Carrie Fisher had died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, that's just me. Maybe mm. it's, maybe I'm just talking shit, but I just feel no, like a double blow. Me too. It was definitely a blow. I've looked the character, but at the same time, with most actual women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So I so feel like a double punch to the gut. Like. Mm-hmm. Also, makes it sad that uh, Carrie Fisher was the coolest woman on the planet. Yes. Again, her interviews are incredible. Genuinely, if you want just someone who's great, just look up Carrie Fisher interviews because she she does not give two shits and she's great. Uh-huh. Again, again, my favorite thing is her calling out why uh, in A New Hope uh, she needs to console Luke about Luke losing Ben where she lost a whole planet. I, f- I find that funny. It's, uh, she's, a, she's great. Just look at Carrie yeah, Fisher. I don't, know, I don't know why the Big Bang Theory calls her crazy. I mean, she's ace. I've no... I, I mean, I've no... Uh, watched any interviews where... Um, obviously, I know the situation regarding her death. Well, it, was, mm-hmm. it was a sad affair. Like, yeah, even if you know Star Wars fan for her to die one day and then mm-hmm. her mum to die the very next day. Yeah. Uh, it, it was hard, but uh, I'm going to look them up, actually. Yeah, like, they're, they're great interviews. Uh, she did a house tour. She did a great house tour, and it's great because it's full of so many small, weird jabs where it's like um, she had, like, a giant princess Leia in the middle of the house, and she's like, yeah, this was originally sold as a sex toy. I don't even want to know how you'd have sex with this statue because it was a statue. It wasn't like, say, a sex doll. You, in theory, could have sex with it. I wouldn't know. Oh, but anyway, um, yeah, Carrie Fisher was the was the best. Also, I've recently found out uh, she was going to play Lois Lane in Superman. Oh, what? Oh, that that would be awesome. Yeah, like the Christopher Reeve Superman. It was originally going to be Carrie Fisher. Yeah, I would see that. Yeah, I would like that. Mm-hmm. I think after seeing her in, in these films, I think she would have pulled that off. Me oh, too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I think she would really, really be good at that role. Mm-hmm. If I was, if I was uh, whoever owns, but I would have done. My damnedest. I would have got the checkbook out and try to cut back on any other budgets and put that into getting her for that role. I think it was scheduling conflict. Mm. That's what I heard. Like, I'm not entirely sure uh, to be accurate, but judging from what, the time period when these movies were made, she was probably doing Star Wars. So it was very much like, can't, can't do Superman. 
does time. I mean, you kind of, yeah, you definitely kind of help that. But uh, if the Mm -hmm. timing was better, I would have loved (laughs) seeing Carrie Fisher's Lois Lane because Lois Lane is basically Carrie Fisher in the DC universe. Yeah. I think she would opt that uh, the movies, to be honest with you. I mean, no offense to the, I'm not sure who the actress has played Lois Lane. I think it's Marco yeah. Fisher. Yeah, based on her. But I think she would have oh, mm-hmm. excelled at that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's technically her pers- her personality in real life. Yeah. I feel... Mm-hmm. I, to be honest, I feel like you could give any good female role to Carrie Fisher and sh- she would be amazing. Like, you know, if she was born now, fucking make her Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, or Samus from Metroid. She would be great at that. Well, see, uh, before watching these, I would have argued, I would have found some way to argue mm-hmm. with you on that. I mean, it could have been probably arguing for hours. Mm-hmm. See, after watching these films, mm-hmm. I, I can't argue at all. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. thought she was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, but anyway, yeah, uh, We'll we'll talk about Leia's death in a wee bit, but yeah. Um, during this, uh, the crew, re- well, C three PO had already scanned the dagger and was like, "Oh, I can't do it because it's against my programming to um, translate read Sith." If people bring up being this makes no sense, however, they, however, if you listen quite closely, they, after three PO talks about it, he says it was chosen by the senate so it wasn't like something anakin put in him it was like the senate mm-hmm. i i don't particularly know why the senate would be you're not allowed to speak sith but i don't know maybe it's something if you brought the sith it could bring them them their return uh well, pe- well since palpatine was in charge of the senate he probably didn't want anyone to figure out his plans so they stopped all protocol droids to translate sith I don't know. But yeah, uh, so they need to go to another place to have it, to have him be remotely, um, like, rebooted, essentially. Eh? And what they, also what uh, BB-8 does is he finds new BB-8. That's literally a camera and a ball. Yeah. And he has one plot point later on, but the big thing I took away from him is when Ray goes to put a hand on him, he wha- goes away being like, no, thank you, which means he has a fear of being hit, which one, it means that his, ma- his the Jedi hunter abused him, and two, it means someone programmed fear into a droid. Mm-hmm. That's always something a bit weird, like whenever you hear droids scream out in pain, you're like, Someone needed to program like pain and fear into a droid. That's weird. It's that's been surprisingly the most weird conversation we've had throughout all of these movies about what are droids? Like, do they do they have their own sentience? Are they alive? Or are they essentially just very advanced computers? As I don't know. Oh, but um, they go to they go to uh, basically scavenge a homeworld number twelve. Elf, um, 
Paul has experience there because he used to be a spice runner, yada, yada, yada. Uh, he runs into his, I'm guessing, old girlfriend. And I'm like, more like partner, but would have become a girlfriend if he would have stayed for longer. Okay. Okay, but can we agree those two fucked? Those two have fucked. Well, they've had experience, we- I would say. They've had experience being together. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how far it went, but... No, the way no, the way they act, especially especially Paul at the end when he gives like the eyebrow things, I'm like, I am a hundred percent sure those characters have fucked. Pro- yeah, uh, probably, although yeah. probably nothing out of love, just just oh, d- just fun. Yeah, just to do it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, they meet fucking what? It's like Zo- Zoe Zoe Bliss. Yeah. No, no relation to Alexa, though. Even, Ryan would understand, but Jamie, imagine Star Wars, but if the Fiend got involved. Oh. I kind of now want that. Yeah. But instead of telling people who, like, you know, do it, it like, have, have you just pitched a new Star Wars movie here? <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, well, WWE. We had Sasha Banks in The Mandalorian, so uh, it was possible. Yeah, sure. Also, uh, fucking hell, uh, WWE are doing something with uh, Crunchyroll to make like an anime. So, oh, psh, I so yeah. Ha, ha, next thing we know, oh, the fiend shows up in Star Wars. As instead of telling him to, you know, do it, it's let me in. And I don't know, but yeah. Um, he goes to meet we mini mechanic who Jamie absolutely adores. I'm not as much of a big fan because he's kind of small enough that I kind of just want to flick him away. I feel like I could, <laughs> but yeah, uh, they get um, they basically reboot free peel. Before that, he's like he looks at his friends and says like, "This is the last time I'm looking at my friends now." I agree this is a sweet moment. What would have made it even more heartbreaking is, is if he was looking, instead of the sequel crew, it was Luke, Han, Leia, yeah, R2, Chewie, and like Mirage. I'm just like looking at them, <laughs> and then but seeing the originals instead, just, oh, God. Or oh, Force Ghost. Uh, I wouldn't say Force Ghost. No, I wouldn't do that. Well, Leia and Luke are Force Ghosts. Leia's not yet. Yeah, but we could rewrite that or something. And Han Solo is technically not a Jedi, so he wouldn't be a Force Ghost either. We okay. We need to talk about Han Solo later on. Uh-huh. We have to. There's going to be a conversation about what the hell Han Solo is. Yeah, is, is he a is... hunter? Is he a Jedi? I mean, what is he? What is he? He, he Han was never a bounty hunter. He was a smuggler. Yeah, I feel like he would have been more of a bounty hunter, depending on what he had to get. No, he actually has never really been a bounty hunter. He's always been just a smuggler. He's never actually done bounties. Is he has bounties on him all the mm-hmm. fucking time? But no, uh, he's to my knowledge, he's never been a bounty hunter. He's always just been in to quote Django Fett. I'm just a man making my way across the galaxy. Hmm. 
So he might have taken one or two bounty jobs, but never. But it's never been like, hi, I'm Han Solo, professional bounty hunter. Nah, and, he uh, never. I don't think nah. But I think he has been a bounty hunter in one or two occasions. But he just he doesn't classify himself as a bounty hunter, just a smuggler. But because if but he has, I think he would have been a bounty hunter at least a few times, because then Jabba the Heart would be more interested in him. Uh, there's like I typed in Han Solo bounty hunter, nothing really shows up other than like the bounty hunters that were looking for Han during like Empire. Ah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think he's been a bounty hunter. I don't know, but anyway, hey, um, yeah, so. They reboot R 2s No, they reboot three PO's. Os head. He he gets red eyes for a bit, you know, just so they could show that for the trailers, being like, "Oh my god, three PO's turning evil." Oh, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, it's on another moon of Endor." Oh, uh, that's where you'll find it. And then they escape. There's half fun bit of R2. No, no, R2. Free um, Peel constantly being like, oh, hi, I know none of yous. Is, which I always found quite, which I found quite good. My favorite bit is uh, when they're on the. Um... Fuck, where is it? It's like when they were on the Star Destroyer, and it's like, like, oh, you know Babu? Of course, I knew Babu. He's one of my fi- he's one of my oldest friends, and it's like known him for like ten minutes. Um, but yeah, uh, during this, Ray senses that Kylo is on the Star Destroyer that's over the smuggling planet, and so is Chewie. So they, you know, they mount a rescue operation in uh, Ha. Uh, Finn, Paul, go after Shui, get Shui, where uh, Ray finds the dagger that was stolen, which Kylo took during the whole thing with the uh, Shui ship exploding. And uh, they have more of a fun talk uh, where Kylo's like, oh, I'll tell you the secrets of your past. Asked, but you know, meet me at the ship. They have a whole escape plan. We find out that uh, General Hux was the spy who betrayed the First Order. To as he says, he doesn't care if the rebels win. He only wants Kylo Ren to lose. Mm. Which is very much the enemy of my enemy is my friend, which mm. I can understand. Basically, and. They they have their escape. They are able to they're able to leave. But uh, during this, Ray is like, ah yes, I'll wear. Like okay, what is my family? So yeah, I wasn't a hundred percent lying when I said your parents were nobodies. Uh, but yeah, Palpatine's your grandfather, and you're a Palpatine. What? I hate this. I absolutely hate this. Oh my god. How does that make any sense? How the hell did Palpatine have a kid and that kid then made Ray? How the heck? What? Palpatine. Simple. Palpatine fucked. 
we we know that's true. Palpatine had to fuck, or it's a cl- or technically his son, and is a clone. We don't know, but anyway, um, it has to be a clone. I'm... There's no way a Sith Lord would spend his time having that just to make its child. Eh, doesn't he spend a lot of time? Simple in and out, out. If you if that's if you... disgusting. It could be true. Yeah. Now, if anything, I would say they would have um, made Sidious out of his DNA and someone else's DNA and then morphed that together to make a person. I mean, that's more Sidious's go-to than actually doing it the old-fashioned way. Yeah, I am so believing Sidious fucked. But who knows? I might have been during his time on Naboo. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. what, it's been 30 years... Is so that had to have given enough time for Palpatine's kid to grow up to then have Ray, and I think Ray's like twenty. So yeah, it must have been before the prequels happened in general. But um, yeah, I really, 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 really dislike this because the thing they tried to do with Ray is be like, yeah, her parents are nobody, meaning that you know, she. In the, if you th- like how Star Wars would deem it, she wasn't important, but she made herself important. And because in the Star Wars universe, if you want anything done, oh, you better be fucking related to a Skywalker, or you are, or you are a useless character. Uh, and they went, okay, uh, no, we're going to change that to make her a Palpatine. So yeah, instead of it being a fun twist on the Chosen One. And because, you know, Rey was never really the chosen one. Because if you think about it, Anakin was literally born from the Force. And Luke is the child of the greatest Jedi to have ever have lived. He was super powerful with the Force. He was the best fighter ever. And he could fly like there was nobody else's business. And Luke is his son who basically inherited all his traits. Rey was literally a nobody. She was a nobody scavenger, but she was able, since she was Force-sensitive, she was able to become integral to the plot. Because that shows that it doesn't matter who you're born to, if you work hard, you can succeed in life. Except they changed it to, nah, you still need to be related to someone important. And it doesn't need to be a Skywalker anymore. It could be a Palpatine. I don't like this. I really, 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 really dislike this. Mm. Yes. But, um, yeah, they escape and they go to the other moon of Endor where, yeah, it's the remains of the second Death Star. That, that's cool. So I, I, I find it fun. I find it fun. And that's where we meet female Finn. She is female Finn. She's basically the exact same. Stormtrooper that betrayed it doesn't really believe in the Force. She's Finn in the first movie. Mm. Also, Finn constantly talks about how he's beginning to believe in the Force, and he talks about how, you know, he has feeling about, like, raised alive or that. Are they trying to say that Finn is Force-sensitive? Because he's really acting like he is force sensitive. Well, yeah, it would make. It would, I think that would be pretty cool if he was force sensitive, because then he could use the lightsaber even better. 
And technically, using lightsaber has nothing to do with force sensitivity. Yeah, I, technically... know. I just think that would be a good add-on to that he could wield a lightsaber, but he's also force sensitive. So, if the plot was different, yeah, ideally he could have been the second Jedi in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or as I have dubbed this, this was the original plan, but we dropped this because of what happened. But hey, ho, we're going to slightly maybe include it again. Because, again, the release concept art of what this movie was originally meant to be and the two big pieces of concept art is is Ray with the double lightsaber and Finn with a green lightsaber leading a Stormtrooper rebellion. Mm. So, you know, that would have been cool. But hey-ho. Yeah, uh, they basically find out that the Fane's in a... is inside the Star Destroyer basically inside the inside the throne room and um during this um ray goes in alone because she's not really willing to wait eight and in doing this she basically goes through the cave again yeah and from endor where she's meeting with her fears and it's a dark side ray which I like except one bit. One bit I'm there not a huge. We go. Okay, one. Can we agree that lightsaber's fucking amazing? Yeah. The, I the two. Thought, now that actually, if you change that to blue, that that could have been her lightsaber of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the two lightsabers together, but then she can flip it into making it into double sided. Yeah, basically a nunchuck lights double lightsaber. I mean, that is an awesome weapon. That's not really nunchucks. That's not how nunchucks work. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm just naming it because that's the only weapon I can think of that looks anything like that. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it's a cool twist and double lightsaber, and she's talking about, don't be afraid of who you are, you know, you're a Palpatine, join the dark side, yada, yada, yada. And then she has sharp teeth. I, that's the bit that kind of goes, okay, that's not good. It, that was the rest last of, second, and that was probably just the whole Mirage thing altogether. Cause... I, I still don't like it, because it turns what is a genuinely quite terrifying scene. It's a good scene that, it, that fills suspense and kind of a wee bit of terror, and then this spiky teeth just kind of turns it stupid and kind of made me laugh. That's not what you're meant to do in your horror thing. Mm. And, but yeah, but during this, uh, Kylo's there. He crushes the other holocron, and he's like, "Like, okay, you and me, we are going to fight." Which this fight gave me some wee flashbacks to um, the fight between Obi Wan and Kenobi. It, no, not Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, Obi Wan versus Anakin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead like, of fire, it was water. Constantly moving around, changing their surroundings. There's a fun bit where Finn tries to get involved and Ray forces him away, quite literally. And they have to fight. And Kylo's going to win. I, I, I think we can all agree Kylo would have won this, but at basically uh, uh, Leia sacrifices herself to send a force message to Ben to basically get him to stop. Then when he drops the lightsaber, Ray takes it, stabs it through his chest, and then she senses that uh, 
Leia is dead, so you know, she undoes the lightsaber, she does one final Hail Mary to try and save Ave Ben's soul, so she uses the force healing to heal Kylo's wounds. And then she goes to leave and takes uh, Kylo's ship and goes to the um goes to the island from the Last Jedi. I we'll split this into a couple of things. Uh, the rest of the crew go back to Yavin Four. They basically talk about yeah, Leia's dead, but uh, Paul's in charge now. Uh, so. Uh, We've gotten the coordinates now because Ray gives him gives the coordinates. We're going to go there. We're going to fight these. But during this, um, uh, fucking hell, Lando is going to take the Falcon with Chewie and going to call all the favors and friends he has. Uh, so, you know that kind of thing. So they go there for the final fights. Right, Ray a goes goes to the island she's basically burning the uh, this um the star the tie fighter kyle's tie fighter and she's basically angry she has her hood up which is a very good design i wish she kind of had that hood up a bit more it's kind of a surprisingly good look for her with the whole thing plus the hood i'm a i'm actually a big fan she goes to throw away the lightsaber, and then Luke's Force Ghost catches it. Now, one small thing. I thought Force Ghosts weren't really allowed to affect anything. I know. <clears throat> like, I don't know if it if slightly changed or whatever. I'm sure there's an explanation of, because of what Luke did, he was able to affect stuff. I'm not entirely sure. Hmm. But yeah, uh, he basically talks to Ray and says, yeah, you failed. I was a dumbass for running away. You need to confront your fears like I did with Vader. You're a pa- uh, Leia knew you were a Palpatine. She still trained you because we know you're not your grandfather. You have all the Jedi inside you. Also, here is a flashback to when it's revealed that Leia uh, was trained as a Jedi by Luke and Leia had her own lightsaber that she gave to Luke. Now, I like the training scene in in between Luke and Leia. It's it's quite good that Leia got trained as a Jedi because we knew she was Force-sensitive. And I was like, yeah, Leia would want to be trained. And, and she gave the lightsaber to Luke. I'm not a big fan of the de-aging effect. You can kind of see some iffy bits when they take off the helmet things. But yeah, so Leia... No, so Rey has both the Skywalker saber and Leia's saber. And then Luke... And she also takes the wave point finder from the the TIE fighter and... Luke you uses the force to pull out his X-wing from the ship from the uh, ocean. Yeah, which, which was awesome. Which is a nice callback to when Yoda did that, because Yoda pulled out the X-wing. Yeah, just a yeah. callback, an absolute callback. Mm-hmm. So Ray goes there. She leaves the waypoint for the rest of the rebellion to follow, and then 
on Kylo's end, he's very conflicted about what's happened. And then Han Solo shows up and they have a talk. Now, you have two possibilities. One, he's a Force Jedi. I and Han was Force sensitive, yada, yada, yada. Whether or not he is, we've already talked about this point a lot, whether or not Han is Force sensitive and he's a Force ghost. Or this is basically just in Kylo's head. Ed, Han talking to him is like the split conscious talking to him. Um, I, I, I don't know. You can either put it either way of Han is a Force ghost or this is all in Ben's head. But during this, he comes to the conclusion, Kylo Ren is dead. Ben's going to do it. So I'm going to throw my cool lightsaber into the water. Also, we later find out that he takes off the armor bits. Right. It's so he's kind of wearing a black shirt. Also, we forgot to mention uh, Kylo repairs his helmet. I was I about didn't... to say that just reminded me we forgot about the helmet. Yeah, because it's literally no point. I don't know. It makes it more badass now. He puts it on like three times, and then like once he does his whole stuff with Ray, it's off the rest of the movie. So yeah, no. well, you know how heavy that mask is. You kind of understand why he would have to take it off. I mean, it weighs a ton. I don't think so. I think that thing would be surprisingly light to wear as an actor. So, no. I don't like it. I feel like, again, it's a backtrack from The Last Jedi where he sim- like symbolically broke the helmet. I feel like, again, it's a backtrack, but, you know. So, he takes off his armor and he's like, okay, I'm going to help help uh, Ray. I know where it is, so I'm going to go there. Also, we find out later on that basically he stole a TIE fighter. I assume it was in the Death Star and it was the only one still working. And uh, yeah, during... So Ray goes to meet Palpatine and Palpatine's like, yeah, uh, I'm your grandfather. Uh, kill me, embrace the darkness, become the Emperor and let my soul go into you because I have the soul of all the jet of all the Sith. You know, do it. Let's do this. Also, there's a giant crowd during this. Yeah. Are these clones of Palpatine? Uh, no. Actually, I just saw something this morning that helps. They are we clone robes with daggers that are in the Darth Vader comic book issue 10 and 11. You actually get to see um, what they actually are. You don't exactly know who they are, but um, they're like... Uh, clones of oh yes and this is kind of a bit of a spoiler from the for the comic that's just come out turns out um, Supreme Leader Snoke and all those clones beforehand were actually cloned by Luke Skywalker's hands I do not like that turns out Snoke has been cloned by Luke's hand when he got cut off in episode 5 and the and those uh, robe guys we see in episode 9 they're also clones but they're a lot younger but in the comic they kind of look like a bunch of Luke's of a bunch of Luke Skywalkers according looking at their faces but they're just um they're, but according to the comic they are as quoted by uh Sidious when Darth Vader finds it they are 
they are Sith clones who were who will replace Vader as his ap- apprentice if he doesn't kill them all. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I don't like. I'm not. A big also, fan of in that. the comic, Darth Vader actually finds Exegol and he knows everything about the future. Yeah. Not a big fan, but hey ho. Oh, uh, so yeah, uh, Ray, Ray's just kind of like, oh, maybe I should kill him because, um, yeah, he, uh, the X-Wings have come in and are trying to attack the Star Destroyers. They have to deal with one Star Destroyer. They're able to deal with it, so it's much harder for all the Star Destroyers to leave. Also, we forgot to mention, these Star Destroyers have planet-killing weapons. They these are all pl- got mini Death Stars in them. I really don't like that. Why are you not liking these? These are brilliant. No, okay, the point is, these raise the stakes, sure. But it raises it too much to the point where you know this isn't going to happen anymore. Or it's like... It, it's it's like, oh no, I have this thing that will, will destroy the universe. If I take it, I will destroy everything. Well, then it's obvious... He's not going to take it. I don't know. It we feels like knew it wasn't going to happen. I mean, it was the last one of the trilogy. No way it was going to end with the dark side winning. It's can't can it do it twice. It feels. It feels stupid. It feels. It feels very much like, like oh, we need to raise the stakes more. We we have a billion star destroyers, which raise the stake enough. Oh no! Now every single one of these are portable Death Stars. I feel like that's a bit too far. Yeah. Also, uh, it explains in the comic actually that those have been powered up by a living kyber crystal. Yeah. Again, I run on the. I don't fully take the comics into these because I live by the conclusion that a movie should stand on its own. I should not need to read supplementary material. Yeah, well, I'm just saying the Darth Vader comic is really cool. Yeah. I agree. It's a good. It's a good comic, but I'm. But if it's not explained in the movie, that's a point against the movie, because I should not need to be like, oh, I didn't understand this. Well, it's explained in this book. Look, yeah, that shouldn't happen. The movie should stand on its own, and the book should be its own thing. I should not need supplementary material. Also, please. Please join. Yeah, uh, Jamie's disconnected, so I've been trying to rejoin him. Also, uh, during this, um, found out, uh, no, Han Solo was never a bounty hunter in any iteration of Star Wars canon or extended universe. Ah, oh, right, okay. So, so he no. was a smuggler. Just a really good one. Yeah, they, yeah, they said like he Yondu was... Like Yondu from Marvel. Yeah. No, they said he was the best smuggler. Uh, like that's the only reason why he got off as much as he did against Jabba, uh, with owing him money because well he was the best smuggler. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Send in this. Wait for him to rejoin, and then we continue. Yes. Do, do, do. Hurry up! Hurry up! Technical difficulties. The best kind of difficulties. And the most annoying. Yes. Basically, the only difficulties we have now. Yeah, we have other difficulties. Yeah. Timing, schedule. That's yeah. Difficulties. Although that sometimes um, that can sometimes be prevented if planning, if we can, if um, nothing creeps up on us. Yeah, but that is a thing where it's yeah. um, 
Like, unfortunately, um, yeah, we didn't. Don't, don't, it. don't, don't say what actually happening because again, this is getting recorded, and I'm not, and I'm not going to be able to cut this out, so this will be on the recording. Oh, seriously? Oh, what? Oh, I wish we had said something. Right. That's what. Yeah, that's why I said don't say anything. Because yeah. I knew you well, were going to. Well, you said it now. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah. You'd... I would have stopped you beforehand. Okay. Is there an issue? Don't try. Please, please, please yeah. try. Maybe his phone is low or something. Uh, I'd like yeah. to think not. I'd like to think that you would have had yours charged. Oh, yeah, and... I always charge mine. Although it could be one of those ones where you immediately join and just says um, call has ended because that's what happened to us earlier. This does not work. Say and I will end the call. Okay. Uh, weapons and uh, like Palpatine does what he did to Luke in, uh, in Return of the Jedi, where it's like, yes, yes, you're not going to kill me. Uh, look outside and look at all your friends die, and if you don't kill me, they're dying, and their blood is on your hands. And and during this. Um, Basically, they're able to destroy one Star Destroyer by having like a ground team on the weird horses run up a Star Destroyer. It's kind of half cool. But um, they're losing X-Wings, and it's like, oh, no. Oh, we've... No one's coming. We're all going to die. Aye. And then Lando comes in with literally every ship in the universe. Now, two things. Awesome! Two things. One... So we've come to the conclusion that the only reason they've come to help is because Lando motherfucking Calrissian told them to. Because they had the call last time. Didn't work. Lando was the difference. Lando Lando's the reason why they won this battle. I will hear no substitutes. Mm. Two, they slightly did this scene wrong. How To make this scene slightly better is you start with the Falcon on its own and then you have the ships teleport in, where this already started with a massive army with more ships coming in. You start with a falcon on its own, and then ship, 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 ship. Yeah, so literally billion ships. Um, there's a cool bit where uh, 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 Ben fights the Knights of Ren, and like they do like that weird force thing in between Ray and. And Ben, where like she puts her hand behind her back, and T and Ben gets the lightsaber. I'm not entirely sure how that works, but sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um. And then Paul, and then the two of then Ben and Kai, Ben and Ray fight Palpatine. Palpatine's like, oh, actually, I can drain your power because you're a. Th- 
you're like a glitch in the force. I'll drain your power. It'll make me relatively young again. Also, uh, Ben, I'm going to basically swipe you away. And now I'm going to use my force lightning to attack every ship ever. Oh, and the, now that is unlimited power. Yes, I'm genuinely surprised he did not scream unlimited power. I don't think it would be um, it would be right to say it again because, to be honest, I don't. I think it would just. I think it was. I think it was better that he didn't say it because I, it was good the first time. We don't need to repeat it again. It wasn't good the first time. The reason why everyone remembers that is because it was super over the top and not good. It, it wasn't like I have unlimited power. It's not. Well, maybe he was scared. To, well, maybe he was scared that that would happen again, so he just didn't bother. He just didn't say it this time. I I don't know. It feels weird mm. yeah, that they wouldn't use it. But yeah, and then Ray's able to use both lightsabers to the to hold back the lightning, and Ray and Sidious is like, I have all the. Uh, Sif and me and Ray's like, yeah, I have all the Jedi because during this, we're hearing a bunch of Jedi talk to her and yes, I know there's a full list of explaining who all these Jedi are. Not going to go into it. If you want, it's on YouTube probably. There's like 20,000 videos of it. But yeah, you get a bunch of Jedi. I've, I noticed a couple of them. Um, they did good voice work because, like, one of them is Mace Windu, and there's no way they brought in Samuel Jackson for that. Mm. So the person they did to do the voice was surprisingly good. I think it might have been like the Clone Wars team they brought in, and like they brought in those voice actors to do those roles. But yeah, oh, uh, which I absolutely <laughs> loved, by the way. I mean, it was it it's brilliant. It was brilliant. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, she's able to basically push back the force lightning and kill Palpatine once and for all. Probably not. Uh, but yeah, they kill Palpatine, massive explosion. You think Ray might be dead. Kylo heals Ray and they have a kiss. Except if you read the novelization, they flat out mention this is not like a romantic kiss. This is very much like a we've been through some shit kiss. Mm. It, like it's that's because that is a real thing that happens. Like when adrenaline's pumping, like two people either kiss or fuck. Mm. And if Kyla wasn't dead, I'm like 99. Like if Ben didn't die after healing Ray, I'm like 99% sure they would have fucked. That is genuinely a real thing people do in high stress situation. And I think, you know, dealing with the Emperor is very high stress. So yeah, the novelization is very obvious, like very much states, this is not romantic. Mm. It, but yeah, and, and during this... Um, Finn and female Finn are on a Star Destroyer that's fallen down, that's about to be destroyed, and Poe goes to save him. He's not fast enough because his X-Wing did not do the Kessel Run at 12 past X. Yeah, Lando goes and saves him in the Falcon. I only said that because I kind of keep wanting to bring up uh, Kessel Run 12 past X. X and... Yeah, they they save the day. They all go back to Yavin 4. They're all celebrating. And there's a two-bit where two girls owes kiss. And that scene got this. Means that if you want to watch technically 
every cut of this movie, there's a couple of them because in certain countries, they had to cut that bit out because, you know, gay people aren't the best loved in, say, Russia, China, the Middle East. So, you know, that got cut. Mm. I felt Although you, you forgot the fact where... Um... What was really, I thought it was really cool though. Um, Finn and uh, the female uh, were riding, were uh, no, the first, the people in the Star Destroyer were trying to disarm the speeders so they could not make it um, to the generator. But it turns out they're not riding speeders and they're literally riding horses on a, on a floating Star Destroyer. I just thought, jeez. It's okay. <laughs> It's okay. But yeah, they're all celebrating. They're all having their big hoolahs. Um, Lando talks to female Finn and he's like, oh, oh, where are you from? I don't know. Oh, you want to find out? Which is the most obvious. Yeah, this is a Disney Plus show. Uh-huh. Like, like Lando might as well just looked at the screen and said, and it will be on Disney Plus on the May the 4th, 2022. I don't know when that is because they did announce that that is being a thing. But yeah, they it was flat out obvious. Yeah, this is a Disney Plus show. Oh, might as well looked and said, oh yes, and it will also be a Mandalorian and the Bad Batch and all that. So yeah, not a big fan of that. And uh, Ray goes to Tatooine to. Luke's old home where he where she buries Luke's lightsaber and Leia's lightsaber. This is where it's revealed that Ray has her gold twisty lightsaber, which I like. And someone comes in, it's like, Oh, we've not seen people around here in forever. What's your name? I'm Ray. Ray who she looks in the distance, she sees is Leia and Luke look at her. Uh, and she calls herself Ray Skywalker. She cut. She he looks at the sunset, very similar to what Luke did. Movie ends. Okay, two things before we talk about our overall thoughts. One, I understand burying Luke's lightsaber there is good. If we think about it, what's the Leia's history on Tatooine? Oh, that time I got kidnapped and turned into a sex slave for a slug monster. No, I think the whole reason she put both lightsabers there is just so both sky, both the lightsabers can just be well hidden. No, I feel again. I feel. It feels very much like bury it at Luke's place, which I understand. Bury the lightsaber at his home. I, I understand that, and I could understand. Oh, keep the lightsabers together. I just find it funny that it's like we're going to bury it at Luke's home. Leia's experience here not the best. She's not had a good time in Tatooine. In it'd be like I don't know. It'd be like burying Boba Fett's helmet next to the Sarlacc pit. It or or Anakin's body on Mustafar. Uh, you know, not the best. Okay. I want Jamie's opinion on this first, then Ryan, then I'll give mine. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Jamie, what do you think on Ray taking the name of Skywalker? I liked it. Okay. I really, I, I'm not going to say 
and bad. I just feel like a good end to a chapter, if that makes sense. Good man. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. I just really, really, and but I'll get to it in a bit. Um, I, ju- I just loved it. I just, I totally agree with it. I know there's people there that, no, mm-hmm. I agree with it. I agree with it. I gave that wee, a wee warm feeling mm-hmm. to an end of a chapter. And it just, obviously, look, you know, that I just, Aye. Mm-hmm. I, I'm all for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ryan, what do you think? Please try to keep this short. But yeah, what do you think of of her taking up the name Skywalker? I like it. It just means that she's, res- that she's carrying on the legacy that has been taught upon her by Leia and Luke. So, yeah, I like it. I feel like that... Um... She finally, she's finally found herself a last name because really she's just been called Ray all this time. But now she can, yeah. she can finally have a last name because she's finally found a family that actually wants to be with her and feels like Luke and Leia were really the family she's always wanted. Okay, I'm not agreeing as much with you, but yeah, I do like the idea that she took up the name Skywalker. Like, okay. This is probably me being uber bullshit, and you can call me out if you want, but I kind of take as when uh, Dick Grayson took up the mantle of Batman. Like, yeah, technically the the real one in quotation marks are dead, but like the galaxy will always need a Skywalker. Yeah. Someone who's always... And yeah, the, it's like... You don't have any other Skywalkers you can use unless, you know, Disney Plus show Luke's secret child. 100% that will happen. Guarantee you there's going to be a Disney Plus show where Luke had a secret child and they're going to fight Rey about whether or not does she deserve the name Skywalker. And then the end of the thing will be Rey, the, ch- the child will be like, yeah, okay, you do deserve the name Skywalker. Peace. But anyway. That's been that's my pitch over. But yeah, I do like her taking up the name Skywalker because well, the galaxy will need a Skywalker. Okay. To yeah. Also, um one slight miscellaneous note I missed. Um they when um Poe is talking to Landall about like fighting the the Empire, it's like, how did you do it? It's like, oh, how did you do it? Because he had like no real armies with you. I was like, oh, we did it together. We fought together. And I kind of just wrote, yeah. And also, uh, one of our guys was the son of the second in command main villain, and he was able to turn him good and have him kill the main bad guy. Well, he didn't yeah. know that. He didn't know that part. I mean, all he knew, he must have blew up the second Death Star. I don't know. I feel like Luke would have at least told. His inner circle that you know Vader turned good. Vader turned I, I, no, good. I don't think so because in the comics, um, Anakin's Force Ghost comes to Leia to to ask for forgiveness, but Leia just doesn't accept it until a couple of until years later, and then she realizes that um, she her, that her father did do the right thing, and she forgives Anakin's Force Ghost, and so I don't think she ever knew. Okay, is that in 
Is that Legends or Main Universe? I am trying to remember, but it was a long time ago when I watched that video, so I cannot remember. Uh... All I remember is the title saying Anakin's ghost meets Leia. Uh, Renu, there's... Okay, um... In... Okay, uh, I found it here, which gives me a fear... Which gives me a theory that Luke did tell people that Vader turned to the good side. Because in the novelization of The Last Jedi, there's a conversation between uh, Snoke and Ren... And when Snoke's like, you can be an even better character, like, you can be as good as Vader, Ren's like, Vader turned to the light, and that was weakness. I won't be weak. So so at least Ren knows, so at least Ben knows knows that Vader turned good. Now, whether or not we know every, that Luke told everyone that Vader turned good, we, we at least know that that um, Luke must have at least told Leia or Han. I feel like he would have at least told his friends. Like, Leia, you know, I, would have, I, would have, I would have thought, definitely. Yeah. And Leia would probably told Han. I feel like he would have also told Lando and Chewie. Like, I feel like, like on Endor, all, all of them would talk together. Art and Freepio would be there, and when Luke is telling what happened, he was probably, yeah, and my dad turned to the good side. So, you know, in the end, Vader was good. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. In so in the Disney timeline, some people do know that Vader turned good. Yeah. It, and, yeah. Uh, y- yes. Reading this here, um, Luke told those closest around him of Vader's redemption, so it would have been that group of people. Right, okay, right. Oh, I think it's the people who knew Anakin was Vader, because not a lot of people know Vader was Anakin. Yeah, and anyone that did know would be killed straight afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it is the people who are close to... uh, um, to Luke, who do know that, you know, he is... So, yeah, Luke did at least tell people that uh, Anna, that Vader turned good. Uh, what were you talking about before Luke's rede- before Vader's redemption? That it wasn't a good idea for Rey to carry the name Skywalker. Yeah, okay, so we're all in agreement. It's a good idea. Yes. Yeah, we like the execution and all that. Yes. And also... I feel like Luke and Leia also being there is kind of symbolically them giving their approval. Yeah, yeah. Being like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, take the name Skywalker. Okay. You've earned the Uh, name Skywalker. Yeah, okay. um, I'll give my final thought, I'll give my final thoughts first, then Ryan, then Jamie. Yeah. Usual schedule. Um. I used to think this was one of the worst Star Wars movies ever made. You said that I, on the on the day we wa- we watched it with our with my with all our friends. Yeah, yeah. I've not seen it since then. 
I've not seen Rise of Skywalker since the day I saw it in cinema with you and a couple of other people. Oh. In retrospective, looking back, I am less critical about this movie. Because <sighs> this movie... Because this movie, when I first saw it, all I could see was very much trying to appease the ma- the massive hate hate movement, whether or not that was justified of the Last Jedi, and very much trying to be a a um, this movie didn't happen. We're undoing everything, which I was really scared about would lead into fan entitlement, which is already a terrible thing in Star Wars, in the Star Wars community of fans being like, we deserve this. This is how it should happen. We don't care that they're trying to do something else. We want this. Yes. And that I feel like that would create even worse things in the Star Wars community because they were proven right. They were proven if they give if enough stink, if they send enough death threats to people, they will get what they want. And I, in retrospective, it's not as much of a full retcon as The Last Jedi. Like, there is still a lot of stuff that they... A, try to remove from the last Jedi mm. the ambiguous nature of war of is there really a good side in war or the whole changing up of the Jedi they kind of they they do do that slightly with Ray having the yellow slash gold lightsaber at the end where she's going to be something different uh, Rose they Rose, they might as well have killed off in The Last Jedi of how they treat her in this movie. And, like, the the different... And, like, Ray giving up on Ben, they dropped again. Again, she was... Again, Ben did turn good, but, you know, I don't know. And... I can't say I super enjoyed this movie, because... I know about Duel of the Fates. I because they released a lot of what this movie was meant to be of Duel of the Fates. There's a great video done by Mr. Sunday Movies where he talks about this and he's also added in some animations. It's a great like 20 minute video. And the I and I feel <laughs> like knowing what we could have gotten with Duels of the Fates, it this movie disappoints me a bit more than it normally would. Mm. Um, I'm, however, I have mellowed out to this movie, and my, I'm not going to say hatred, but dislike of this movie. I'm still not saying it's good. If you ask me, it's the weakest of the sequel trilogy. A eh? because where Force Awakens was simplicity done well the last jedi was trying something different and whether or not it they succeeded can be up to you this felt like this movie felt a lot of back did feel like backpedaling and trying to be simple again but also trying to take 
some of the complex ideas from The Last Jedi and make it work. It feels a bit of a mess to me. Also, this movie moves way too quickly. It's go, 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 go. Oh, no time for breathing. But yeah, um, I gave... You know what? I'll give this movie a 7.5 out of 10. I... My MVP is... My MVP is... I, I, I'm stuck because I want to say Lando, but I don't know if it's just because I love Lando so much. And because I try not to be like, oh, the MVP is a character I like in general. It has to be someone in this movie and what they do in this movie. So. I would say give it to Lando because he did do a lot. Yeah, I know. But like, I don't know if half my enjoyment is also because of what he does in Empire and Return of the Jedi. That's well, the... I don't know, because you never said Lando in any of our other MVP reviews, so... Yeah, but I always talked about how much I loved Lando. Hell, my nickname for him is, quote, Lando motherfucking Calrissian. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's how I talk. arc is very different compared to what they were doing in The Last Jedi, but I still feel like they did some good things here and there. Mm. Yeah. Um... <sighs> As much as I criticize the moment and how they could have done it better, I won't lie, Lando coming in with the entire galaxy of ships, I kind of do enjoy. Uh huh. Also, um, before we go to Ryan, uh, one miscellaneous note. Uh, you know the weird general guy in The Last Jedi? Who, no, not Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, who's like the main commander yeah yeah he's he's in the mandalorian yes he is yeah oh i, I, I want to say that he killed hux yeah but literally the only point hux was there was so he could be a traitor and have that i don't care if you win and and i only care if if kylo loses but anyway he also helped um poe and finnick escape so yeah pretty good. okay anyway uh Okay, you, Ryan. Right. Um, yeah, I thought this was a good finale of the Star Wars saga, just like putting everything to rest. And Ray now taking up the name Skywalker was really good. The fight on the second Death Star's uh, ruins with the water, I just thought was awesome. Definitely a callback to Obi-Wan versus Anakin. Um, uh, knowing that there were other Stormtrooper traitors that go on horses, I thought... Okay, that's very interesting. That so Finn's not the first star, stormtrooper traitor, so that very opened the doors to everything. Lando coming back and hugging Chewie, just like old friends. I just loved that. I just think, oh god, they haven't seen them got the, them since they haven't seen each other since the Return of the Jedi. So yeah, it was kind of sweet that and the uh, the whole uh, Kylo Ren and uh, Ray. Uh, trying to maneuver the ship to each other, but then at the last second, force lightning happened. I just think, wow, that was a big shock. I didn't actually expect that to happen. When I was at the cinema, I just like, whoa, okay, what just happened? So I was, I, and I was really worried that they actually killed off Chewie with that, but uh, kind of relieved that he's still alive. I mean, it was kind of silly that 
oh, so they were in another ship and you never told us until now. Okay, that was just last minute stuff. So um, that was just weak writing. But I am glad Chewie's still alive. But I felt like, nah, Chewie needs to go off better like that. Go in the big ending or something like that. I don't know. But um, And um, Leia using the Force to control um, Ben's body to stop him from killing Ray. Uh, was thought was like okay another force ability that we did not know about okay then and the force healing I didn't think that I didn't I would say that well if they could do that then why the hell have they not done it during the Clone Wars they've been helping all the injured clones when they were fighting all together I just think come on here here's here's my point it takes time yeah time. yeah yeah you, yeah. Can't, you can't really you can't do that in the middle of a fight. Right, so no, clone I don't gets... know. I mean, in the middle of the fight. No, that's just stupid. I'm just talking about after the fight, because at the end of every episode of the Clone Wars, we see them just getting the wounded, getting the supplies restocked, and that. Or just thinking after that, they can then start healing. But they yeah, do see... taking time. They... It'll take a lot of energy. Yeah, they do say it takes energy. Now, is this like energy which they will replenish, or is this like I can heal you, but it takes a year off my life? Life, uh, that kind I think it's of the first one. I think it's the first one. I don't know, but yeah, but, either um, or. It... Yeah, but the final battle with um, Ben fighting the um, the shadow shadow troopers and Ray with um, battling against the armies. It kind of reminded me of Episode Eight when they were fighting against the red um, red warriors from after killing Snoke. I I liked that and. Uh, the fact that uh, Ben was acting like a proper Jedi, even having the robes of a Jedi, I just think I like that. I really do like that. And the fact that all three original characters came back for the final movie, I just thought, okay, that's definitely a shout out that it's the last time we're all going to be together because this is our last movie together. I thought, that is a good way to finish it. I mean, I, I, I knew Luke was coming back, hands down, but I did not expect Harrison Ford to come back and doing her his um almost death scene again. I actually am I'm, I'm actually really proud of Harrison Ford to do that, just to come back, just for a quick cameo, just to say, okay, I have done my last Star Wars movie. That is it. I just think, yeah, I liked how all they just all came back. It was a real shame that I didn't... I really wanted Carrie Fisher to be alive during episode nine. Then I would have said all the actors then came back. I mean, literally Lando coming back. That was just the cherry on the top of all the original characters just coming back. But, um, yeah, I definitely definitely did like um, Harrison Ford coming back. I loved that. And uh, Kylo Ren's redemption, definitely really good. Kind of wish he did that at the start. Then we wouldn't have had all these issues. But hey-ho... And um, yeah, overall, it was a really good movie. And knowing Poe's past as a salt smuggler, just think, okay, we've got more of Poe's um, character now. I, I like it. So um, I I like this movie. Um, really annoying though that the Force Ghost didn't actually come appear face to face, like like in a plan that we could have actually seen all Jedi just standing behind Rey while she was deflecting them. The Force Lightning with double lightsabers. I absolutely would have loved to see the actual actors coming back just to do a, 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 a last Jedi pose just for the fans. 
but overall it was really good so i'm giving it uh, an eight out of ten moment of the night mvp sorry forgot about that uh i would say moment of the night the final battle between ray ben and sidious and the, the shadow um clones definitely loved that just with the lightsaber the force lightning destroying a number of ships with all the star destroyers just coming out there i just the final battle in general was brilliant it had everything it just it was it was glorious and mvp i want to give it to i might want to give it to rage because she managed to, to, to deflect the force lightning back at sidious like what mace window did in episode three that's how he should have died in episode three and also, again, making her own new lightsaber and then carrying the name Skywalker all together was really good. So, yeah, I think I'm going to give my MVP to Ray. just that uh, she really managed to do the impossible <laughs> and give the Skywalker name um, a good way to go. Okay, and Jamie, what your final thoughts, match tonight, MVP? Well, moment of the night. You want to say match in it? Yeah, I did say match of the <laughs> night, but yeah. I, I, I can't really say nothing bad about this. I, I did like it. Uh, the, even just the start of the, the movie, it was just, oh, Kylo Ren just tearing it up. I loved it. Um, I like seaweed other bits. Um, I've got yeah. that. Can you remember the part yeah. where um, I think it was Hux that said, I'm the spy? I've got that rendering. I don't know why I've got that rendering. I think you were just shocked because you knew Hux <laughs> from the first two movies. Sure, <laughs> really. I brain it Um The bad thing is, I actually thought Chewie died Aye. when that ship was destroyed. <laughs> my, heart, my heart sunk because uh, Chewie's just that big lovable. I just love him. Yeah, yeah. we all love him. I, I, I loved when Han Solo came back. Um, I just loved it. This, the part between where the scene where Ben and Han, I, I, I really, I, I know it sounds corny, it sounds cheesy, but I really did like it. Yeah, it's um, fine. I liked it too. It's not corny at all. The kiss that felt, I, I don't know if it was just me, it felt a bit awkward. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. It really, yeah, there was nothing in it apart from the awkwardness. Um, yeah. Another quote here, I think it was Palpatine that said this. Um, he went, I'm, what is it? I'm all the Sith and you're all the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I think that was... Mm. Next. Yeah, One I really, the... really did like was when Luke raised the X-Wing to the war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loved that bit. Yeah. Oh, and a, a quick shout out to that quote that Jamie was saying. Sorry, but um, when oh, yeah, she was saying all the Jedi, and when they were doing I am all the Sith and I am all the Jedi, that just gave me Avengers Endgame vibe of just saying, don't, 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 don't remember. <laughs> we're still, we still got to review that. Yes, right, just... right, right, right. Well, I'm not saying anything else. I'm just saying yeah. it gave me Endgame vibes. Fans of yeah. the movie will understand where I'm coming from, but yeah, it definitely gave me Endgame yeah. vibes. 
yes. No, because Ryan, I had an end game note in here, but I was like, nah, not going to do it. <laughs> because, right. you know. Well, I'm, I'm not spoiling anything about the movie. I'm just saying that quote yeah. reminded me of something in Endgame. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Demi, continue. Um, I think uh, the, 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 uh, two other bits. Uh, I liked about bit where Ray sees, um, you know, that bit where she's the dark side versus the white, uh, good, white side, good side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I thought that was really good. And there was a scene, actually, right? Uh, I'm sure it's this one. I'm looking for my notes. Maybe it's another bit of paper. There was a bit where Ray, like, put the lightsaber behind her. Yeah, it's the... That's, the, te- that's the teleportion of the... Giving it some... I, 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 I quite dig that wee bit. And you probably think I'm stupid, but I, I kind of dig... So the wee things, uh, things mm-hmm. good. Um, nah, sun- I liked it too, but Jamie. So don't worry about it. Sunset scene, uh, I thought I really, really enjoyed that. I think they done well, considering with especially with Leah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have preferred the actress to be in there, mm. but they did well. Yeah. You know, they didn't leave it at all. So I'm good to credit them for that. Whether you like Star Wars or no, you've got to credit them for what they've done there. Okay. You know, I thought it was like a fitting tribute to her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And obviously I... when Leah died, it was, as I said before, it was a double punch to the gut. Good, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I have, a, I have a question, and if you can't answer it, I understand. Right. If you didn't know Leia, like Carrie Fisher had died, I'd like well before they filmed this movie. If you uh-huh. know, if you know she could not have filmed anything, would you have been able to tell? Now, if you can't answer because you like me, you know in the back of your head she was dead before this. I understand, but would you have been able to tell? I to think be- for me, parts. Like the um, the scene where she was way look, mm-hmm. you can kind of tell, but some bits I couldn't really tell. Okay, you know there was especially this problem. There was so much going on. There was so much action mm-hmm. that I would sometimes say... it slips your mind there. Eh? Mm, definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. I would have said um, obviously I I completely noticed the minute um, when. Uh, Moss was saying Leia is exhausted. She's used all her energy and she's fallen into a deep sleep. That is complete. That was completely a stunt double, just over the covers and that. But to be honest, if you were not, if you didn't know anything about the about the actress's real life, honestly, throughout the movie, apart from that last bit, you could have would have thought Carrie Fisher did all those scenes beforehand. Okay. Uh, yeah. The, the... Oh, That's my opinion. I just wanted to it did so yeah. well that I would have actually said that is Carrie Fisher doing that, doing those scenes. Okay, yeah. I just, yeah. Uh, my answer is I I don't know if I could answer that because, again, as I talked about back of the head, I always knew she was dead. But, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, sorry for interrupting. It was just something I wanted to ask. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. 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 Uh, you on, that top, on that topic, you go to another film franchise, would they be able to pull that off like Star Wars did? 
And I will tell you right now, I do not think they could have. <clears throat> I want you to. I want you to hold that point, and when we go to, actually, two movies. I want you to hold that point right. for. Say, the only probably the only one that'll come close is like the Marvel movies. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There's well, two. There's two Marvel movies. Is uh, bring up apart from Marvel. I mean, I know we're going to go into sad <laughs> parts of Marvel, and I know exactly. Um, Black Panther. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, I wasn't that, talking about. I wasn't. And I have I was seen gonna... Black Panther, and it really gets me knowing that that guy. Yeah. You know, see, now when you know you watch it, mm-hmm. um, and you think he was going through that while he was video uh, filming this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It yeah. just gives mm-hmm. you more credit. So I've got all the respect for Star Wars for doing that because, as I say, mm-hmm. some things you don't, you can't really tell. Mm, they could yeah. have just easily done something or wrote something with mm. the mind that they've got. They could have wrote somehow, yeah. but then I felt it was like a good tribute to. Mm. Okay. The only bad thing was when Leah died; it was a double punch to the gut. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like two deaths. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, I, I, I did know, like Carrie Fisher died. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Some old fanatics were devastated, and just never knew why whole Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And that's not disrespect to you, because I didn't know she was actually in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But watching it now, I can see why. In fact, the Star Wars community basically were more upset my than normal film goes. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. yeah. Knew I see why, especially mm-hmm. with this film, because you know she was no, she was was alive when this was made, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that yeah. death was just a wee, you know. Yeah, yeah, we are. Okay. I, overall, I did like it. I gave it a seven point five. Right. Okay. And moment of the night MVP. I'm going to give my moment of the night both. I was it was a toss up between Ben's death, but it's got to be the ending, you know, with the sunset mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I mean, it just minute that picture came on instantly took me back to the Luke Skywalker scene. Yeah, maybe yeah. something the cliff. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It just felt so. <clears throat> you know, you get films like trilogies that don't feel complete. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This just felt so complete, and that's why I gave Ray my MVP. Mm. I just think she went yeah. through this, and as Ryan said earlier, we went through this with no one else, just as Ray. Now she's mm-hmm. the Skywalker name, and it just yeah. I never actually thought that you could uh, make a series with another Skywalker and that, so mm-hmm. yeah, no. Any miscellaneous notes before we finish up? Uh, nope. Yeah. Well, I like, loved it. Yeah. Well, you want to know something sick of you? I know. Seeing I was talking about my MVP, I've got the picture here loaded. Yeah. That is uh, what I. I've just put a picture in the chat. That's what I picked up today. 
Oh, that's that's absolutely cool. Uh, that's brilliant. I seen it. I thought, you know what? Get it. <laughs> uh, fun fact: uh, they've released a Funko Pop of her dark side version with the like the two lightsaber bit and her with the yellow lightsaber. Oh, nice one! Yeah, I'll be looking for uh, that. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a ton of those. But yeah, um, yeah. So we've gone through the Skywalker saga. With the ups and the attack of the clones. And we have seen in Sky, we've seen Skywalkers change the fate of everything. We have seen smugglers and princesses as change everything. We've seen three planet killers be destroyed. We've seen the Clone Wars come and go. We've made friends and we've lost friends as well. But in the end, it's always been R2 and Free Peel. Because those two are the only ones who have been in all nine of these movies. Mm-hmm. Is I didn't think it would be those two. Mm. No, I had no doubt. But in the end, and what can I say except may the force be with you and... I've got a bad feeling about this. Yes. Because next time we've done the main ones. Ho ho ho, my boy. There are some spin-offs. So join us next time where we all cover Disney's first real attempt of doing a spin-off. Is it good? Is it secretly one of the best Star Wars movies ever? Or is this just a rogue one? Done. Okay. Uh, uh, we've finished recording. I'm going to edit that out. Uh, one, I wish I actually came up with a better speech. I kind of was like half being like, ah, what am I saying? What am I yeah, saying? Yeah, I noticed you were making things up when you were going up, when you were, um, when you were just saying, change things. I yes. just said, oh, no. come on. <laughs> no, Ryan, one. Ryan, once I got to, we've had our highs and we've had our attack of the clones. That was meant to be it. All right. That, well, get that's, on you but, for keep going. Get on you for keep going. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, okay. Saturday, mm-hmm. a, uh, me and Jamie will watch the episode of The Mandalorian if you want. I I, I might change my mind. Don't put a pin in that. Sunday, Sunday night, you said, is Rogue One. Yeah. Then then earlier on, Jamie, what, Monday when would be your earliest to record? Yeah, I'm missing from Monday. Pardon? Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh we might do it at say twelve then if that's okay. Then uh, yeah. Uh then at three we would review solo. Then at night we would do the Clone Wars, and that would be the May the, for the May the Fourth one. All of them will be uploaded at May the Fourth, and then we can decide later on what we're doing, uh, and for other stuff. But yeah, I would say I would say first, let's just give us our time to recover because we have literally been doing podcast episodes all week, and I've still got a lot to do because I'm up at nine o'clock on Tuesday and Wednesday to watch all the Star Wars movies we've reviewed. 
So all right. That's then, why it's really that's why it's really important that if we are doing the animated May the fourth um on the Monday night, if we could um do it nice and sharp, just so because I need to go to bed at eleven o'clock to get my normal hours since I'm gonna be up at right. nine the next again day. Yeah. Yeah, we'll try. We'll see how everything goes. Right. All right then. Then uh you're saying that which makes me want to do this. Right. Now. You can say, you can tell me not to, and if you do, me and Jamie p- could probably do, like, crisis and impactful. Right. However, I want to get the foot in the door for it's time to do. Okay. Would you be okay with the first couple of episodes? Don't know how much we would record over the two days since, you know, instead of it being two-hour movie, two-and-a-half-hour movies, it's 20-minute episodes we would need to watch would you be happy with me and jamie making a start on it's time to do all or just me and him and then late and then once we've done that you can join in because um the plan for it's time to do and hero time is to have episodes record in advance so then they so we we i don't know for example on one day one week me and jamie could review like record six episodes they're at least three a week but so next week we wouldn't have to do any if that makes sense Aye. Um, so we would the ben 10 one the ben 10 one i don't mind um not being there for that because i'm yeah for the ben 10 one you guys can you two can do the ben 10 one because Okay, so hero, so hero time, right? Yeah, hero time, you do. But to be honest, I would like to be there for the beginning of our. T- it's time to duel because Yu-Gi-Oh is one of my personal favorites, and I kind of want to be there for the start. Okay, and all right then. But Ben well, Ten, we... you're absolutely fine on doing the episodes without me because, to be honest, I to be honest, the first episode is really the important thing, and the rest are just continue yeah, on uh, adventure so i don't have to be there for that until we get to secrets or or it's no kevin 11 yeah uh okay yeah. so well so yeah ben I, 10 you guys can do without me but Yu-Gi-Oh, okay. i just i at least want to do the first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh with you guys i at least want okay. to do that okay and oh okay all right, so would you be okay with that, Jamie? Like Saturday and Sunday, we'll see how things go. Maybe do some hero time, crisis, and uh, impactful. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right then. Uh, we'll discuss more later for Saturday and Sunday. But yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm going to make dindin. I'm quite hungry. Me too. Yeah. yeah uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah. So we'll talk to each other later. Yeah, on the Sunday, yeah. Uh, hello everybody, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Universal Cinematic Universe. We're very thankful that you've enjoyed listening to us. However, if you'd like to watch me, or Jamie, or Ryan do our own separate things, we all have YouTube channels, Twitches, Instagrams, Twitters, that usual thing. We also have many other podcasts, including Patreons, where if you'd like for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the podcast. All of it will be down in the multi-link down below, but thank you very much.